Sans Pants Radio. My housemate is from Spain and he does not understand when I tell him to clean his hair out of the drain because every time I get into the shower, the bath fills up and I my feet are soaking and covered in your hair. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 15 of Zombie Plagued Cholt. If you're wondering what happened in the last episode, we're just about to tell you. A snake curled in a spiral, gripping a circle in its jaws. Tiffany, you recognize the sigil on the wall as the symbol of Dendar the Night Serpent devouring the world. Orvex Okramas. What do you do, Orvex? I'm, uh, 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 like a guide of sorts. Do they bear any other significance that you can tell with? They tell the history of Omu, part of it, at least. I don't know how accurate these tablets are. There's certainly a lot of mysticism surrounding them, and they were definitely written by someone who worshipped these gods, so they're probably a little biased. The big ball of self, the secret ball that he doesn't show us. I've seen it. Yeah, I haven't. I don't know about it, and it kills me every day. You're all awakened by Flask of Wine screaming in the night. The five dogs attack Vaughn. Adam, if you take Vaughn away from me at this point, I will... Critical hit. ...never come back on this show. (laughs) Miss. Hit. Critical. And... From Artist Simber's hand, white ice begins to slowly move across the abomination. The abomination cries out, What? What is this? You're fucked, mate. When Artist Simber is finished, the entire creature is ice. It becomes just an ice sculpture. So, Adam, what I would like to do is burst out of the ice sculpture like Rainier Wolfcastle McBain in that episode of The Simpsons. All right. Well, that'll be on your turn. That was oh. Artisan Flask. It's Pop and Dragon Bait. Right, it's I'd your like- turn. <laughs> 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 what would you like to do, Pop? Adam, I'd like to burst out of the ice sculpture like McBain. Uh, I'll call that with advantage. Ooh, even with advantage. Hey, uh, does anyone have a uh, for a strength check? Yeah, sure. God, you strain with all your might. And nothing happens. That is embarrassing. <laughs> it's it's thick ice. There's a lot of ice. It's like, look, ice is not particularly strong, but this creature was large sized. Its its body was thicker than a than a man's waist. It had thicker than a bodybuilder's than a bodybuilder's waist. It was a lot of ice to break. Was it thick with a CK or thick with a double C? T H I. Triple C. Oh no. Oh, she's thick. Oh. Oh. That is a thick boy. Could Pop potentially use his movement this turn to try and rock so the ice smashes on the ground? Oh, yeah. I want to do that. Mm, Yeah, you could try that. Yeah. I'd like to just like rock throw myself to the side. You and. Oh, no. Actually, you're pretty strong. You can do that. You rock over so that it. So that you slam on the side. Unfortunately, that's not going to do a lot of damage. But you do do some. You do six points of damage. I'm sorry. Artisimber, his hand still on the ice, says, I don't know how long I can do this. Dragonbait cut his head off. <laughs> Dragonbait brings his sword down, smashing the head of the snake creature. Uh, I won't roll damage. It's just dead. Yay! Yay! What's left? Dogs? Or are they undogged? Are they just eating? There's still now? four Malisons. Oh. oh. Two of them attack you, Pop. 
because I'm lying on the ground. In revenge. <gasps> You're lying on the ground. That's right. Wrapped in a big ice snake. They get advantage. Did the whole snake Crit. shatter? No. No, just the head. The no. whole snake shatter. <laughs> Miss. <laughs> you take 12 and Vaughn takes 12. And one of those was a critical hit. Double damage, and you receive a permanent scar on your face. Again? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you receive a permanent face scar. The Malison slashes at your legs, forcing... Oh, no, you're prone, sorry. You cry out, and <clears throat> both of your arms go low to try and block any further attacks. And then the Malison grabs the scimitar in both of its hands, brings the scimitar up, and brings the scimitar down perfectly. It's splitting your face in half. Oh! Halvesy face, halvesy face. You have a scar straight down the middle of your face. Um, Adam, I want to ask a very important question. Yeah. Cleft tongue? Yep. You look like a snake. You look like a snake. I've become the very thing I never wanted to be. Oh, hang on. I think I can make it look like... <gasps> Tiffany, the Malison fighting you gets two critical hits. While we were joking about my fucked up face, we forgot that you could die. I'm going to draw the cards. Um, I can't die. You're going to get more worse. If it deals enough damage to you, you can. Oh, mm-mm. Um, one re-roll, please. All right. It's a hit, but a regular hit. So... Still hate it. You take, Tiffany, 17 points of damage. Then you take a further six points of damage from that critical hit. Off form, you have disadvantage on your next melee attack. So the Malison slashes at you continuously on your back, Mm -hmm. wearing away through your leather armor and cutting (gasps) into the flesh beneath. I made that. As you turn around to try and fend the Malison off, it slashes at your hand and its scimitar skirts down your rapier, skipping off your rapier guard and cutting off the tip of your pinky finger. Do I see where it goes? It flies off into the darkness. You'd have to search after the fight. The pain prevents you from properly forming an attack. You can't properly go through parrying and riposte maneuvers. Orvex continues to cower. He's terrified. Artisimber ends his spell because it's not important anymore. And the abomination reverts to flesh, but its head is shattered. Like, it's broken in the same way that it was when it was ice. <laughs> That's cool. Tiffany and Quasha. The, the jackals are no longer interested in this fight. I would like to fight back against that horrid snake person who did me wrong. I got a new spell. Uh... Agonazar's Scorcher. Agonazar's Scorcher, yeah? You would like to cast that? What does it do? A line of roaring flame, 30 feet long and 5 feet wide, emanates from you in a direction you choose. Each creature in that line must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 3d8 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. I would like to scorch this um, this horrid boy. And if I can move to line it up so that I get multiple? You can hit two, but that's I it. would love to hit two. You deal 10 points of damage to both of them. I've been prouder of myself. And what would you like Quasha to do? If you can't kill all of these Malisons, they might destroy Vaughn in the next round. Got to get to him, though, don't they? Oh, he's right they there. They got to get to you. 
Could could I do call lightning? <laughs> on, Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Call, call lightning on all the Malisons. On he can, can I hit get the same the, two that you just hit. Yeah, I think that'll be good. I just he's just Quash is so weak. I'm hesitant to beast shape him. Can you make him an animal? Mm-hmm. But I they just kill him. <laughs> they just kill him. Turn him into a snake and confuse him. I was going to turn him into a jackal and make him eat their own life. They both take 13 points of damage as a bolt of lightning slams down into them and a line of flames engulfs <laughs> both of them. Wow, they take 23 points of damage in That's total. That's great. That was your turn. The purebloods are all dead. Artis and Flask's turn. Artis Simber uh, with his dagger? Probably not. He takes out his bow and arrow. Artis Simber starts... Artisimbra doesn't really is not really aware of the plight of Vaughn and you. So he starts plugging Tiffany, helping her, thinking that she needs more help right now. Oh, look, no. she does look pretty <clears throat> bad. Mm. Right, I got a way out. I'll just um I take no damage on a turn. Even if someone attacks me, Vaughn doesn't take any damage. Is that right? If you don't take any damage, Vaughn isn't taking damage. No, that's good. Good to know. Unless good they know. attack Vaughn directly. Hmm. He deals 12 points of damage to one of them, plugging it with three arrows. Zit, zit, zit. Flask combines fire. Oh, Flask. His first attack deals seven points of damage. His second attack. My bad. Reroll this attack against an ally within 10 feet of the original target. He misses and hits you. Tiffany, an arrow whizzes past your head but misses you. Oh, phew. Gosh. You look past the Malison to Flask of Wine and he gives you like a shrug. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Pop and Dragon Bait. Vaughn regains 10 hit points. Oh, good. Um, all right, so Dragon Bait and I are going to go for the other two Malison. Yep. Before I do that, I'm going to cast Gift of Protection on myself with my little... Once a week, no damage for one round. All right. Slowly, a green aura begins to descend across you, Pop. You can feel, it feels like a blanket has been thrown over you. Oh, that's The blanket nice. is incredibly light, and you, it, 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 it genuinely feels like a blanket is covering you right now. It's very light. It doesn't hamper your movement in any way, but... You you can tell whenever the blanket brushes against something, it becomes incredibly stiff, hard, and uh, and strong all of a sudden. You are 100% certain that that blanket could protect you from any damage. You feel safe. <laughs> Under <laughs> your blanket. <laughs> I haven't felt like this for years. This for one round, nice. you will take no damage. I wish this was all the time. Anyway. We're going to go for these other Melisons. What would you like to do? I'm going to just attack them with my normal three attacks and um, Dragon Bait just kill the other one. Just kill them. Get them down. You want Dragon Bait to fight the other one? Yes. Okay. You will miss hit hit. I'll tell that. In total, you'll deal 15 to one of them. Dragon Bait hits twice, dealing 16 points of damage. Dragon Bait looks at you, Pop, and his one is bleeding slightly worse. He gives you like a little bit of a... Hmm. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. If you feel like a competition to see who can kill their Malison first has begun. Bring it on. Then, oh, what would you like Vaughn to do? 
Can I? Can if Vaughn is further than sixty feet from you, he doesn't do that. He he doesn't take damage for you. Yeah, I'm gonna get him to just retreat. Ha ha! You've fallen for my trap. He needs to roll to do that. He fails. Vaughn falls prone. Oh right, because of the critical hit from before. What was the critical hit from before? I wasn't listening. No, it was a critical hit where um it didn't end up doing extra damage. Ah, oh, but, but he can't move. Yep, because he he's tripped over a bit, and now he's just lying on his back. <laughs> Maybe he looks dead. Does <gasps> he look dead? Tell Vaughn you to play dead. You could order him to pretend to be dead. Uh, in Aquan. Mm. Hey, Vaughn, play dead. <laughs> Not Aquan at all, but let- I didn't have any water. <laughs> The malice in the dragon bait is fighting now shifts focus to him, but you're still fighting the other one. That's fine. It, oh, no, it doesn't hit you. <laughs> Bang! Its scimitar bounces off your blankie. Not so funny now, are we, fuckface? <laughs> Just to get into the other thing, that's swaddled. Hmm. I'm so cosy. It's very comfy under here. It's like being cuddled by a mum, I imagine. Tiffany, you begin backing up as one of the Malisons begins advancing on you. You take six points of damage from a slash. Every time you strike out at the Malison, it parries easily. You can tell that it's playing with you. It looks like it just wants to hurt you emotionally before it kills you physically. You stumble on a rock and (laughs) fall backwards. You're on your back in the mud as rain begins to pour down. The Malison looks down at you, and you can see a smile split along its it, uh, too far along its snake mouth. Voided warranty. Your weapon's damage was reduced by a quarter. When it brings the scimitar down <sighs> to try and lob your head off, you bring your rapier up, and your rapier... Made by fine elven craftsmen, skewers into the Malison's shittily made a hundred years ago scimitar. You split the scimitar down its seam. The Malison brings away the broken weapon and looks at you with shock. <laughs> Good. I'm glad that I'm hurting it now. It is Tiffany and Quasha's turn. You have no idea what you're dealing with. Mirror self. <laughs> All right, you cast mirror self. Mirror image, sorry. Mirror That's image. right. Why am I using my Three illusionary duplicates of yourself appear in your space. Until the spell ends, the duplicates move with you and mimic your actions, shifting position so it's impossible to track which image is real. And then Quasha? Cold lightning again, Quasha. And Artis and Flask of Wine. Flask of Wine and Artis both continue to plug one of the Malisons. The one fighting you, Tiffany. They deal. Oh, it's night, isn't it? Ten. Yes. Twenty. At least we get to sleep after this. Hey, Adam. Is it night time? Yes. I'm checking now. Do you want to use dark vision? You did have a campfire, though. Uh, I do use dark vision. Fuck. Well, no, that's handy to know because I'm fighting more Yonti. If it's at night, I'm invisible. Tell you what. Mm. You were resting. But you hadn't actually begun, like you, your rest hadn't finished. Yeah. So the sun sets. Am I invisible now? Darkness washes across. Yes, you are invisible now. <laughs> Tiffany, one of the Malisons <laughs> hits the mud, the dirt, the earth. Arrows are sticking out of its back. This is 
wonderful news. Artis and Flask of Wine have both have both together brought down one of the Malisons. There are three left. Mm. And Good. then it is Pop and Dragonbait's turn. Right. You get advantage on all of your attacks. Uh, I kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I Zephyr Strike um, and right. I attack him. And as I attack him, I say, boo. First attack's a hit. Second attack is even with advantage. I'm, oh, no, is a hit. Third attack is a hit. So you will hit three times. You will do an extra D8 damage. And hang on, let me just see. You're, you're, you count as invisible right now. You deal 25, 28 points of damage. Gotcha. Dragon bait <laughs> will struggle to catch up. So Dragon Bait deals 20 points of damage. You take a commanding lead. <laughs> Somewhere in the darkness. Oh, and Vaughn heals 10 hit points. He can just hear me giggle. Vaughn doesn't have dark vision. He can see you. I mean, um, Dragon Bait. Oh, Dragon Bait doesn't have dark vision. He can see you. Uh, yeah, like, sorry. How the fuck is, did that dickhead not see him? He's a big turtle. When the sun sets, the Malison in front of you pop. It immediately, it like blinks in surprise and shock. You know what's happening. You kick out with your leg and the Malisons have legs. They don't have a snake tail. So you crack one of its legs backwards. You hook your your sickle into its side and you hammer it directly on the head. The Malison does not know what hit it. Presumably because it does not know <laughs> what hit it. Cass, why were you talking about if it was night or not? Because you wanted to rest so we don't we are, are not dead tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, God, we're gonna have to sleep after this, and we're gonna no, it's night. Oh, thank gosh. <laughs> Ooh, the Malison fighting you does not do well. No. Good, you wouldn't. <laughs> Whoops. Make a DC eighteen Constitution saving throw. On a failed save, you are unable to attack with this body part until you finish a long rest. The Malison opens its mouth and tries tentatively to bite you out of the darkness. As it does so, you quickly... Just put a hammer in its mouth. (laughs) Sure. You put the hammer in its mouth and when it bites down, its teeth crunch on your hammer. It's painful. The creature's teeth are destroyed. (laughs) You gummy fuck. It does need to make a constitution saving throw. It does fail though. So yeah, you destroy its teeth. (laughs) Chew on that. Tiffany, you take another six points of damage as the Malison keeps... Oh, it's dead. Never mind. You take no damage. I rest happily on 31. Oh, that's fine. 31. I can sleep it off. Quasha, who has been facing off with another one of the Malisons, Mm -hmm. he brings his scimitar up to clash with the other Malison's scimitar. They skip off each other. He brings it low and the Malison brings his low. When that happens, though, the Malison grabs Quasha by the front with its other hand, draws him in, and sinks his teeth down. Maximum quadruple damage. If this attack kills you, all allies who can see you have advantage on their attacks for six rounds. The snake's jaws unhinge from Quasha, and he staggers backwards. Quasha, Quasha's body has been pumped full of poison. He swings once wildly, swings a second time wildly, and the Malison begins to snicker. Quasha cannot 
can barely stand, and his scimitar droops low at his side. The Malison says, Time to die, little man. Quasha looks up. His head, his body, like, slowly rocks backwards, opening up the Malison for a second bite. The Malison goes in for that bite slightly slowly. Quasha, his head rocks backwards, and you realize that he actually wasn't stumbling. He was opening himself for an attack. His arms dead at his sides. Quasha, in a final act of defiance, brings his head into the head of the Malison. You hear a crack, and the Malison stumbles backwards. Quasha falls to his knees and then falls forward into the muck. Quasha is dead. Wait, really? Yes. Uh. Who saw it? Everyone. Can we all come down on the monster very hard? How many snakes are left? Three. There's three left. Yeah, good. That Tiffany, one. it's your turn. Um, I would like to charge at that monster, because mm-hmm. I get bonuses now, yeah? You have advantage, yes. <clears throat> I would like to charge at that monster, and I would like to try and stab it in its throat through the mouth. Your attack is a hit. I'm going to say you get sneak attack. Oh, and you do green flame blade. Of course. You um, should have used witch bolt, mate. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You deal 24 points of damage. You kill the Malison. Good. Good. <laughs> you kick at its legs. Its leg buckles, its right leg buckles, and the Malison falls downwards so that it's uh, it was taller than you. Now its head sits slightly below you. You, with your rapier, you bring it up and over. As you bring it up and over the Malison's head, you let go briefly and roll your hand around so that you're holding the rapier cool. right above the Malison with its point straight down out of your hand. You bring up your other hand, wrap around the rapier, and then with both hands, you drive down into the Malison's head, skewering it straight along its spine. As the rapier goes down, no one but you, Tiffany, would see or feel this. But as it goes down, you hear a faint pop, 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 pop. And you feel, as it goes down, periodically, you feel a little bit of extra resistance as you explode the Malison's vertebrae. I'm sending him into hell. <laughs> I'm pushing him down into hell. I you destroy it. the Malison's <clears throat> medulla... What is it? Medulla... Well, oblongata? Medulla oblongata, which causes the entire... It's a corpse now. It causes the entire corpse to jerk and writhe a little bit. But when you destroy the vertebrae, it immediately stops because there is nothing to carry those wild impulses from its brain to its body. Well done, Cass. Well, well done. Well done, Teeth. You did a gruesome... Yeah, <laughs> no, but no, Cass, you did a gruesome murder. Yes. Thank you, Adam, for narrating my murder so wondrously gruesomely. You're very welcome. Artis and Flask of Wine. Artis, through the, the rain in the darkness, cries out, Quasha! He... <laughs> drops his longbow and sprints towards Quasha. <gasps> it's weird that they became friends, but then I remembered they had that lovely chat about how bad I am. Oh. 
Artis drops to his knees and slides the last few feet to Quasha. He grabs Quasha's corpse and rolls it over in the mud. Artisimber just kneels over the corpse. Flask of wine looks at that, looks at you, Tiffany, and both of you, you both maybe have like a, a, like a, a, like a face of grim determination. Mm-hmm. Both of you have lost in this jungle. Mm-hmm. Artis maybe still has hope. His wife is still out there somewhere. Flask of wine turns around and starts plugging the malice and the dragon bait is fighting. He hits twice. Dealing 14 points of damage. Uh, oh, that kills that Malison. The Malison collapses at Dragonbait's feet, twitching and bleeding out. It's not dead, but it's dying. Dragonbait turns around to you. No, actually, no, Dragonbait's not. Dragonbait's worried about Quasha. It's your turn, Pop. So I'm going to Zephyr Strike again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to make it as painful oh, and slow as humanly possible. I want to you skin are, this snake alive. You already had advantage, so I'm going to give you a choice. You can either critical hit on an 18 to 20, or I can give you plus five in addition to your regular bonuses. Let's critical hit on an 18 to 20. All right. First attack is a miss. That's okay. Second attack is a critical hit. Third Dang. attack is not a critical hit. But your, we'll do that first critical hit. That was the, with the hammer. So soften them up. Double damage, and the target must make a DC 12 constitution saving throw. On a failed save, the target has disadvantage on saving throws until the end of their next turn. He passes, which is kind of almost irrelevant because I don't think he's going to be lasting much longer. That attack incidentally deals 16 points of damage. Your last attack with the sickle is kind of irrelevant. You're hitting a corpse. That's fine. But you still do it. I still do it. I smash this this snake until there's absolutely nothing left, and I am just screaming, I fucking hate fucking snakes. The rain comes down hard. Artisimber is over the broken, dead form of Quasha. Flask of wine lowers his bow and arrow, and his he's soaked through. His Aww. fur is matted, and you can see rivulets of rain rushing down him, and a little bit of blood. He was lightly hurt during the fight, but he's fine. He just looks from a distance at Quasha and Artis Simber. I run to stand near Quasha and Artis. I don't bend down. That's not my place, but I just want to physically be there. Dragon Bait slowly lowers his sword with his armor and his tired-looking muscles, and he's also got rivulets of rain mixing with the blood of the Yaunti that you've just killed. He he looks sad. I do not go over there because there's a lot happening, <laughs> and I just take off my hat instead. And just kind of watch. Artis Simba wraps his arms around Quasha. And then in the kneeling position, he like brings Quasha's body up onto his knees. And he begins rocking backwards and forwards. Adam. Mm -hmm. I have some stuff to say, but I just want, I want to leave them for a bit. Uh, If it's been like a few minutes of rocking back and forth. Sure, yeah. 
Okay, I, I bend down with Artis and say, he's with Koopa Louie now. Artis Simber doesn't say anything. He maybe stops rocking, but he just kind of stops moving. He seems as still as a statue. When you're ready, I want to help put him to rest. With, uh, with the funeral complete, what would you like to do? Um, well, it's night time still, isn't it? Well, I'd say like over the course of the night, you bury Quasha. I say I create a credit Gregory Bones. I go just. You do a pretty good job. <laughs> you you're do respectful. a pretty good job. Of course, I'm respectful. <laughs> I want to go to bed and I don't want to talk to anyone. You're turning into me. Yes. Uh, no. Tiffany, you recover <clears throat> 54 hit points, putting you on mat. Yes. And Pop, you recover 48 hit points. That's some bullshit. I want to recover 100. <laughs> As the sun rises, slowly but surely, the rain begins to settle down to like a light patter. And you you could move about kind of... It's it's just like light rain, just very light rain. You right, horns? Yeah. Um. No, I guess. I mean, it's not like it's going to get much better, you know? Never does. You're still in that walled compound. You know that to your east, there's a giant magma pit or mm. lava pit. I'm not mm. sure what mm. you would call it. There's that massive, for lack of a better term, highway kind of directly to your east. Yeah. And there's a great deal many buildings around. You actually haven't searched many of the buildings in this wall compound. You haven't had a chance. We you really tax. wanted to yeah. previously. I don't know if you're still feeling curiosity after the, the death of um. I'd like to retroactively friend. say that when it was my turn for watch and everyone was asleep, I searched the buildings alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that allowed? Yeah, that's oh. allowed. God, it's not advisable, but fuck, it's allowed. <laughs> I love that. Would you allow me to do something retroactively? Sure. Absolutely. He is retroactive. If you want to be as stupid as possible. Nah, I'm not that stupid. So. I really would. Two, three. During your watch, you do not watch. Mm. You open the doors to this first building and you see an art gallery or the remains of an art gallery. This has been ransacked many times before, previously by presumably the original inhabitants, the original omens who were here, then when they left, it was ransacked maybe by raiders, people who attacked or struck out at the city. Then it was hit by scavengers. Then it was hit by mercenaries. Then it was hit by the... the, Snake people who are here now. Yeah, the snake people. (laughs) And then it was hit by the red wizards who were camped here previously. Now you're here. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, you know what I'm not? Clever about where I go online. The amount of shady websites I end up on trying to track down real Sasquatch footage or whatever, it's, it's phenomenal. But you know what else I'm not? Concerned for my online security. And that's because I use NordVPN. I'd actually always been sort of reluctant to download a VPN because it seemed a little bit like internet magic to me. But then I went ahead and did it, and I actually just couldn't believe how quickly I was browsing securely and streaming TV shows with no restrictions. It's literally just a click, and you're good to go. Your account also covers you for up to six devices, so I immediately installed it on my phone and my laptop as well so that I could browse securely in bed. Yes, I sleep next to my laptop in bed. It's probably dangerous. Grow up. 
If you want to help yourself to NordVPN, and I can't imagine why you wouldn't, right now you can get 68% off a two-year plan plus one additional month for free when you go to nordvpn.com slash dndsfornerds or use the code dndsfornerds. That's D-N-D-I-S-F-O-R-N-E-R-D-S. This special offer also just makes your subscription only $3.71 per month. And if it's not for you, that's no stress. There's a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com slash nerds to take control of your internet again. So go on, find real pictures of Sasquatch without worrying about your online security. Also, hey, D&D is fun, but if you're wishing that we could hear Jackson or Zamet waxing poetic about video games they've played and give them a score based on a frankly baffling rating system that I refuse to understand, then do I have news for you. Thumbcramps is a show by Jackson, Zamet, Doucher, and occasionally Cass, where they, as my dad calls it, ignore Total Overdose, the most pivotal game of the early 2000s. So, if you like the sound of that, or if you want to know why my dad keeps calling them Total Hacks, then head on down to sanspantsradio.com and search for Thumbcramps. Nonetheless. Oh, wow. Searching around, you find... Bob, you have hit the jackpot. You find an ermine talisman. It's an ermine talisman. He says to himself. The talisman depicts two snakes slithering around and curling together at the top around an egg. You find an ivory puzzle box inlaid with platinum. Oh, pop. Steady on. You find a lacquered wooden comb. The comb has... Maybe it's got the imprint of a hundred different animals in teeny tiny script upon it. So fucking beautiful. It looks oh. delicate. It looks like if you dragged it through. Well, you don't have hair, but if it look, it looks like it's so delicate that if you actually dragged it through hair, it would break. It looks like an art installation only. This belongs in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> and then rounding a corner, there's a, a hole in the ceiling that moonlight is slowly, softly <sighs> trickling in. Like the, moonlight, like the moonlight was poured in through the ceiling and it dapples and drapes over a small plinth. Atop the plinth is a soft, velvety red cushion and upon the cushion is this. A movable rod. <gasps> Get a good boy card for a nat 20. <laughs> Hey! Stack it up on the uh, old goodies over here. You know this is an immovable rod. This mm. flat iron rod has a button on one end. You can use an action to press the button, which causes the rod to become magically fixed in place. Until you or another creature uses an action to push the button again, the rod doesn't move, even if it is defying gravity. The rod can hold up to 8,000 pounds of weight. Poor weight... <laughs> Causes the rod to deactivate and fall. A creature can use an action to make a DC 30 strength check, moving the rod up to 10 feet on a success. I basically found Thor's hammer, but it's a rod. Something like that, yes. I am very happy. I'm excited to never find out about this and to wonder what you're posting in the few days. <laughs> oh, man. You're not going to tell anyone about these. I mean, who's going to ask? No one. <laughs> you were on watch. There's no reason for you to have been looking around. You keep going? Yeah, Adam, why not? All right. I just, as we leave this area, I'm just like, ksh, 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 what's in your pockets? <laughs> Nothing. 
you sit down and get you get your immovable rod stuck, stand up, all your belts fall off. <laughs> what was that? Hey, Adam, yeah. even if I could push an enemy over, drop the immovable rod on them and they can't get up? Yeah. Are you going to do that? Are you going to use the artifact that was on a velvet cushion? <sighs> that was bathed in moonlight when you first found it? You know I think using it would be good. But does pop. Oh, that's so hard, Cass. Did you take the cushion too? Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> Red velvet cushion. That's just comfy. <laughs> <laughs> just the next day you're sitting on a velvet cushion and it's like everyone's looking at you like, where did you get that from? But there's no way you could have gotten it from because why would anyone think that you abandoned your post to go look through Although if, you, if if any character thought about it for more than 10 seconds, they'd be like, of course he abandoned his post to look through these abandoned buildings. Oh, yeah. The next building you wander through, it looks like just a dilapidated wreck. There's not much here. There's not much building, to be honest, but there is a basement. You travel down into the basement and it's slightly flooded. There's a lot of overgrown vines and moss here. You see in among them a vegapygmy like Koopa Louie. It looks up at you as you approach. Then when it, it's like its eyes take a second to focus on you. But when it locks on and realizes who and what you are, it turns tail and sprints away. All right. That's rude. Do you follow? <clears throat> no, I don't think I do. All right. I don't care about Veggie Pygmy. Okay. Yeah, Veggie Pygmy isn't <clears throat> sellable to museum. No. You knew one. The only Veggie Pygmy I liked was Koopaloo and he's dead. Otherwise, the building is empty. You search the next building along. The Another building is basically completely hollowed out. You can't see it from the outside, but when you open a door to get inside, the entire roof has collapsed completely downwards. Anything that was in this building is crunched and destroyed. There's nothing but rubble here. Then there's one more building. Let's go. You find in this last building... You find a the remains of a one of the red wizards. <clears throat> his corpse is lying up against some rubble, and you can see that his lower half is completely burnt away. Something is torched his bottom half, but his top half, in like a, rig, a rigor mortis like state, is clutching on hard to some sh- some sparkling object. Hey fella, look, you look like you've been through a lot of shit. However, wherever the fuck you've gone, and actually I know where you've gone, which is nowhere because of the soulmonger, you ain't going to be needing uh, this lovely little trinket. I take it, Adam. All right. You walk up, lean down, and grab the – It's a when, you, when you're this close, you can see that it's a golden circlet, just a simple band of gold fashioned to go over someone's – to go someone, around someone's head. As you pull it off – it, it, like, doesn't come away easily. Or it, as you try to pull it off, it doesn't come away easily. The body is holding on very tightly. You'll need to make a strength check to pry it free. Let's fucking do that then. You successfully do. <laughs> Although maybe you'd wished you'd hadn't. Fuck! As, <laughs> as you pull the circlet free, the entire corpse shifts and the face rocks backwards to look up at you. You stare into dead eyes and the corpse's mouth with the skin pulled back in a rictus grin. The corpse 
you are afraid for a brief moment is about to get up and attack you. Jesus, fuck me, no. But then nothing happens. You have a golden circlet. Mm. It's simple and uninteresting. Fucking little gross, weirdy fucking monster. But made of gold. Nothing else happens. Great. Okay. And we fast forward back to the next day. Yes, and now it's the next day. So. You're not wearing the circlet, are you? (laughs) No, but I am sitting on the cushion. (laughs) Where did you get that? What? I look forward and (laughs) it's not worth my time. Honestly. (laughs) All right. So Everyone's dying. (laughs) I don't have time to deal with this. So several questions or several things. Now, you saw... To the north of you, as you were coming down, you saw that there was some sort of amphitheater or some large circular sort of building. Yeah. That one. And that looks like a point of interest. You don't know if it's necessarily your destination. Probably not, but it is a point of interest. You know, there's that major highway that you can go up and down. Highway, for lack of a better term, obviously. There are no cars. Big street. Yeah, big street. Thank you. To your west, on the back on the back half of the compound that you're at, there looked to be some sort of pool, or like no, not a naturally occurring pool, a, a one that had been fashioned and made. The building near it clearly had some religious significance. Then there's to your east a giant magma pit surrounding a some building up on a on a mesa. There's a giant circular wall and circular building to your northeast and the flooded section of town all around that circular area. Hmm. You can also, sorry, as an additional question, there are a great deal many buildings here to search, both big and small. If you want, you can search buildings as you go. I will say that you can, I'll give you three options. You search no buildings. You just had make a beeline for every, wherever you want to go. Fair enough. Second option you search, we'll say maybe every third or fourth building, any building that you think looks big and important. And finally, you search every single building. That's up to you. Every um, single building is slow going. Yeah. <clears throat> what, oh, my goodness. Where are we heading to here? I have no idea. You know that somewhere here in Omu is the home base of the Yaunti and, and Raznazi. Who is yeah. who is he is where the the soulmonger is. So the soulmonger's here. The soulmonger's here in Omu. Oh. What do I do, horns? Well, we're gonna have to start moving. I mean, I can't see a soulmonger anywhere. I can only assume it's in a building. But if you were a demonic, evil snake wizard and you had to make your base in Omu. What will be the wankiest place you would pick for such an establishment? I was thinking the the big circular wall thing. Yeah, that, that does seem to be the center of the city. Yeah, that walled off circle looks like a place where I would hide because it's got a giant wall around it. Let's go. I right. th- I say we make a straight big line there. Well, we can't because it's surrounded by water. You could try fording the water at some point if you wanted to. You could make a beeline for the river and then walk along it looking for the first opportunity to cross. That's the most beeline beeline I can think of. Let's do that. However, on the way, horns are triggering some buildings. Not all of them. Just a couple. Some? Just a yeah. We might need our strength. 
when am I going to be in an abandoned city like this ever again? On the way out. <laughs> Get a good boy card. That was fucking good. Pop is a little bit thrown. <laughs> right then. I'm, I'm Searching no buildings? I'm, no, nope. No. That's good. No. Gotcha. All right. Oh, my God. Tiffany knows what confidence like. It's weird. Tiffany she doesn't know knows. if she likes it. Oh. Tiffany know what confidence like. Hey, it's new for her. It's tricky. Right. It's tricky. So you just start heading kind of eastwards? Yeah. Yeah. We, we're making as much as a beeline as we can, obviously, not as the bee flies, but. As the bee crawls. Yeah. As the bee were to have a little trot. A ruined shrine stands at the heart of this walled compound. Tall, smooth monoliths flank the entrance, decorated with images of a jaguar with six snakes sprouting from its shoulders. A stone door is set into the shrine beyond. Horns. You can probably see at the north end of it, there's like a cart poking around the side. Yep. You can see that cart. Horns. Yes. I think... This is one of those nine shrines. I think you're onto something. Oi, Orvex. Yes. What was the Jaguar one again? Um, I mean the, the snake cat. The uh The, the snapped Orvex, the snapped. <laughs> Come on, Orvex. The cake? Fucking faster. <laughs> we lost a good man and you're fucking slow at reading books. <laughs> you're slow at reading books. Couldn't even um, stand under a house. That that night, that night, he like closes his eyes and he's just trying to remember off the top of his head. That night, a Sioux monster broke into Ubtau's palace and stole a pail of water for the omens. When when the god came running to find it, the Sioux monster hid the pail in the Jack oh not Jaculai. Camadan. Camadan, that's it. Yeah, the Camadan. Sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry, oh, I'm sorry. Adam. I'll get the uh, tablet out. I, I try to find the Camadan tablet. You can't read it. Which one's the Camadan tablet? Uh, that one, please. Thank you. Uh, at, at noon, a brave Camadan hopped down from her rock. She saw the evil in the omens, uh, omens' hearts and decided to lance it like a troublesome boil. The Camadan fashioned a holy spear, but she left it by the riverbank and a crafty grung stole it. In, in her rage, Shigambi the Camadan forgot all about the omens and chased Nang Nang the grung forever across the sky. Right. This is the, uh, I assume, the shrine of Shigambi. Uh, yes, Shigambi the Kamadan, yes. Now, I know you said on the way back, but something tells me that the shrines are important to this space. This isn't just like, let's go into buildings and find some stuff. You know, I really would have believed you before you started saying that, but fine. Let's have a look. We you mean? We're looking. <laughs> the cart's on the north side, the entrance is on the south side, the rest of it is just a smooth building. Oh, Adam, also, at some point... Oh, and sorry, there's two monoliths out the front. At some point during our walk to here, I give Dragonbait two gold pieces. He takes them. Sort of look at the ground, <sighs> accept the gallows humour, but still shake my head. So, this bet was before Quasha died. <laughs> People process grief in different ways. Pop I processes keep it at not at all. I shaking my head. <laughs> Slower, but more intensely. In front of the stone entrance are two, like I said, stone monoliths. Each one is 15 feet tall and draped in vines. Would you like to approach them? We should not touch it with our hands. No. 
you'll have to move some of the vines away with your hands if you want. If only we had uh, a big stick or a rod or something. <laughs> I've got my hammer or my sickle. I could use that. Dragon bait's got a sword. Perfect. Yeah. Hey, dragon bait, we're going to use your sword. No, no. Hey, Vaughn. Oh. Can you uh, be very gentle because these are relics, like yourself, uh, clear these vines so rude. a bit. Vaughn, with a single finger, traces it atop the, the monoliths and cuts the vines off. Oh, you're a good man, Vaughn. There's something written on them in Old Omen. Orvex translates it for you. Shigambi sh- t- teaches us uh, to... to, 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 to sh- Shigambi teaches us to fight evil with honor. Hmm. Reliefs on the monolith, now that you can see them properly, reliefs on the monoliths show Shigambi overseeing Cholton warriors as they train with spears and swords. Uh, oh, so have you ever encountered anything like this in your time being alive? Artis slowly shakes his head. I, um, no, I, I don't know much about Omu, unfortunately. I've, I'd never been to the city before, not properly. And yes, it's, it's all, it was all so long ago. Even for me. Uh, we, we reckon. I suppose it's worth going in just to see what's in there. I just don't want to turn up to a locked gate that's like, you need to visit the nine shrines to, I've done tombs before. (laughs) (laughs) Get another good boy card. (laughs) I've done tombs before. Fuck off. Lead the way then. All right, let's go. Poppy is visibly excited. That's why teeth is sus. (laughs) The door is not locked but it hangs heavy on its hinges. It's a giant slab of stone. It weighs so much. You can try to push it yourself or you can ask someone else to help. Hey, Vaughn, give us a hand, would you, mate? I don't know if Vaughn can help. Oh, no. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you and Vaughn push? <clears throat> or do you get just Vaughn to push? Ah, oh, fuck it. I push with Vaughn. With Vaughn, you're able to open the door, but barely. Jesus. Wow. Heavy. Oh. It takes a colossal amount of effort to push the door open. But once it's open, you can see that corridor into the room, that main room beyond. Well, you can see part of it. There is a series of steps going down 15 feet. So you can see most of the room. You've got like a commanding view of it, but you you can't see into the corners of the room. Someone needs to walk down. Who would like to go first? Oh, and Vaughn cannot follow you in here. It's too small? Too small. You ready to do this? Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Pop goes first. <laughs> I go first. I fall in line behind Pop. Um, Step- and look, I, um, I'm not going to throw you in any fire this time. I nod, having trying to but failed to have forgotten that. <laughs> the steps descend 15 feet into this moss-covered room. Four statues of Ullman warriors stand in alcoves to either side, overlooking a barred gladiatorial pit set into the floor. Each statue looks like it was meant to hold a spear, but its weapon is missing. On the far side of the chamber, a stone pedestal stands conspicuously bare. A relief on the wall behind it shows a monstrous jaguar with six snakes protruding from its shoulders, fighting off a squat, frog-like humanoid armed with a spear. To the left of the relief is a narrow tunnel with stairs leading down. 
Well, if Shigambi was training them all, do you reckon we're meant to arm the soldiers? Is it a puzzle? I'd... Always a puzzle. Um, yeah. Hang on, hang on. Orvex, who took the spear in the first place? The little frog, yeah? Yes, yes. What if there's it's... a frog temple and the frog temple's got a spear in it? Sorry, I just need to know who's in the room right now. Right now, Pop is the only one in the room, and I'm assuming you're at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah, you're, are you behind uh, yeah, him? I'm, yeah, I'm, it's I'm me and Tiffany. Behind. Okay, Tiffany. And then do you want everyone else following up behind you, however they may? Yeah. yeah. I, I call Orvex up, though, because I want to ask right. some questions. Orvex peers past you, and maybe now that the light's beginning to settle into this room, you can see that beneath that mural there's words written in Old Olman, but you have to get closer to read them. Let's that go. sounds dangerous. Yeah, it does. I love it. Okay. Doc? Uh, <laughs> um, uh, a dragon bait flask. Be careful. Uh, I don't know how familiar you are with this enterprise, but do not touch anything that looks like you should touch it. They nod. That was looks like you should touch it. Do not touch it. They both nod. They're not. They they seem tense. They you don't think that they're going to do anything unnecessarily dangerous. This is mostly aimed at Flask. <laughs> we could tell. <laughs> Let's go. Is Flask of Wine going to touch something he shouldn't? Find out next time on Once Upon a Time in Zombie Plagued Chult. Thanks for listening. If you want to help support this show and all the other shows we do here at Sans Pants Radio, then why not subscribe to SansPantsPlus.com? For as little as $5 a month, you could have access to a whole bunch of bonus shows and content. Once again, that's SansPantsPlus.com. What's new in podcasting? Here's what we love, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. Hey, pals. You know your smart, funny friends who always seem to have the best celebrity gossip? Personally, I, I find it unsettling when I look at Britney Spears' Instagram. I'm talking about the ones who always know what you should be watching or reading or listening to. Pop Chat is a brand new podcast that does exactly that and feels like spending time with your best friends. I'm going to recommend a very good anime movie from 1997. Okay, well, this call's over now. Um. <laughs> no judgment, no judgment. So join me, Alameen Abdul-Mahmoud, and a panel of the smartest and funniest culture critics that I know as we dissect the discourse, but also have a great time doing it. It's where smart talk meets really big laughs, and it's coming to your feed starting September 16th. A cash recommends. recommends.